Welcome to Retire Simply, a show designed to take the fear out of retirement unknown and replace it with joy, freedom, and confidence. Your hosts are Scott and Angela Winstead, a husband and wife duo who share their industry knowledge in a fun and casual way to help steer you in the direction of your retirement goals and dreams. Having worked with hundreds of families in the area over the last decade, they've learned some common themes that are standing in the way of people having the retirement they imagine. Join them as they give you tips and tools to navigate the world of retirement, to make it uncomplicated and simple. This is Retire Simply. Hey there, Scott Winstead here with Compass Retirement. Angela's here too. And we want to welcome you to the first ever Retire Simply podcast. We're really excited about it. You know, um, as we've taken the last few months to figure out ways to bring really pertinent, important information to you very timely and quickly, we thought, what better way to do it than to start a podcast? So here we are. Here we are. We've been talking about it for a while, but we know that this is the perfect time. That's right. So we're going to be bringing you a new episode every week, talking to you all things retirement related, all things uh, financially related uh, that you need to know about. And what we've decided is for the month of June, we're going to focus in on taxes. So we're actually going to have a three-part series coming to you, uh, talking all things taxes in retirement. And, you know, one of the things that I know you've heard uh, us say a lot are making sure that you're controlling the things in your retirement that you can control. Absolutely. Not necessarily worrying about those things that you can't. Taxes are one of those things you can control. Now, sometimes we say that, right, Angela? And people say, oh, I can't control my taxes and and all that. Death and taxes, right? Those are the only two things that you really know about. That's right. And so when we say controlling your taxes, what we really mean is not necessarily controlling the rate that you pay because we all know the federal government does that, right? Yeah. yeah. But what we do mean is that you can control your income. Mm -hmm. You can take more income. You can take less income typically. And by controlling your income, ultimately you can control your taxation. And if you're not used to thinking that you can control your income, we'll be explaining to you what we mean by controlling your income. That's right. So for the first part of our tax talk here today, uh, we're going to just kind of lay a foundation to make sure that we're all on the same page. So the next few episodes will build on this. Um, You know, I think when, when we talk about the stock market, right, or we talk about taxes, uh, when you boil it down to its most simple level, there's really only three things that can happen in terms of the stock market and your taxes, right? Yeah. What are they? can go up, it can go down, or it can go sideways. That's right. Just like the market, right? Market goes up, market goes down, or it stays the same. And that's true for our taxes. And um, I'm sure if I asked you right now, what do you think taxes are going to do in the future? Most people would probably say, man, they're going to go up. Yep, up or down. But right now, what's the big deal about taxes? They're on sale. That's right. And so we believe taxes are going to go up. Um, you know, you don't have to look too far to see the amount of debt that we have in this country mm-hmm. uh, where we can start to print more money to get out of debt. And that causes hyperinflation, which is not necessarily a good thing when you're on a fixed income in retirement. Absolutely not. Or the second thing you can do is raise taxes. So thinking and believing that taxes are going to go up, I think, is probably in line with most people and how they think. So as we start thinking in terms of taxes... You know, there's this rule of of thumb out there, kind of this school of thought, Angela, that says, hey, in terms of my investments, I want to be diversified, right? 
What does oh, that yes. really mean to be diversified? I need my portfolio diversified is what people are thinking. Different levels of risk inside of there. That's right. And we all have heard of, of portfolio diversification, right? Do I own stocks? Do I own bonds? Do I own a mixture? Do I get REITs and real estate? So making sure that we're well diversified has always been kind of a, a foundational piece of how you invest. But what we have found is very few people really think about diversification in terms of the taxes inside of their accounts. Well, let's just be honest about that. That's something that not very many people talk about, not a lot of people think about. So the very fact that you're learning this today is going to put you above the rest. Right. So what do we mean when we say tax diversification? Well, there's really three types of, of taxed accounts that we can own. Okay. And we break them down uh, as we plan for folks. We break it down between accounts that are taxed all the time or maybe taxed forever. We have accounts that are taxed sometimes. And then we have accounts that are taxed what we call never. So just based on those three uh, simple definitions right there, what type of accounts do you think most people probably want? Oh, I love never. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think <laughs> being taxed never sounds the best. So let's define a little bit of what taxed always, taxed sometimes, taxed never uh, really means. So when we talk about taxed forever, these would be the types of accounts that uh, you're probably most familiar with, most folks are familiar with. These are the ones that um, you save in probably at uh, work, mm -hmm. right? Yep, yep. Um, so a 401k. A 403b. Yep. Uh, maybe a... Uh, what they call a SEP if you own your own business. But these are the accounts that you put your money in. And when we put our money in, we generate a tax deduction, right? Yeah. So we get a short-term tax savings. Exactly. Okay. Um, the money grows. We don't pay any taxes on that money, right? Exactly. But when we take the money out, what happens? Oh, man, we got to pay all the taxes. 100% of, of taxes at ordinary income tax rates. And a lot of times we say, well, yeah, but I got a tax deduction when I put it in. But if you're one of those people that believe taxes will be higher in the future than they are today, do you, does it always make sense to defer paying the taxes? Well, the answer might be yes, but it, it could be no. Mm -hmm. It really depends on your situation. Okay, mm -hmm. So that would be where we say that money's taxed forever because every dollar that goes in and then ultimately comes out, yep. you're going to be paying income tax on it. Now, let's talk about tax sometimes. So this might be like a brokerage account or an individual account, you know, that investment account. Like Angela and I are married, right? We have a joint investment account, Yes. right? We sure do. Um, and so when you put money in that account and we've invested it, you know, we don't necessarily pay any taxes when we put the money in because we already did that. Mm -hmm. We also don't generate a tax deduction, right? No, we don't. But when the money grows, we owe taxes on that. Now, there's different types of taxes in those accounts, right? We have... Um, we've got short-term um, gains. We've got long-term gains. And those are taxed at different rates. That's right. Taxed at different rates. You also pay taxes on the dividends you might earn, mm -hmm. right? The income you might generate in there. So those are the accounts that we say are taxed sometimes, right? I could put my money in, invest it. And if that investment went down and I sold it, well, I would actually get a tax deduction for that because I lost money in the account. We really don't want those. We don't that's want true, that. That's true. You'll hear, you'll hear really fancy investment people call that tax harvesting. It's just a real pleasant way of saying you lost money in your account. Okay. However, if I put my money in and it grows and I sell it, then I owe tax on that. So that's taxed sometimes. 
Now, the third type of account that we can own would be taxed never, right? Or we always say what? Tax-free. Tax-free. Yep. Uh, some characteristics of tax-free, right? I put my money in. I don't get a tax deduction. No, because you've already paid taxes on that money that you're putting in. That's right. But when the money grows, it's what? Tax-free. And when we take the money out, it's... Tax-free. When we pass the money on... Tax-free. Tax-free again, right? So wouldn't, wouldn't that be the place we want to get all of our dollars? right? Because the goal in retirement would be for you to have the amount of income that you want in retirement, right? However, we want it to be tax-free income because the lower income that you show on your tax return in retirement, the lower the taxation is on your social security payments. The lower Medicare premiums you pay, you don't hit that thing called that IRMA tax, okay? Again, we're, we're doing this by controlling our income. So this is another area where controlling our income comes into play. That's right. So let's talk about the tax-free accounts that are out there. The one probably you're most familiar with that we find most people are familiar with are Roth IRAs or... If you're lucky. Roth 401ks, right, with your employer. So again, money goes in. You don't pay any taxes uh, on the growth. You don't pay any taxes when you take the money out. You pass the money on. It's tax-free. Okay. But there is a second type of tax-free account um, that is, I think, very little known to folks probably. Yeah, most people haven't even heard of this. Yeah. So I'm excited that you're going to share yeah, it with Yeah, and today. so the tool might be somewhat familiar. It's called permanent life insurance. So not term insurance, but permanent life insurance. But when that insurance is set up in a uh, strategic manner to uh, plant uh, tax savings around, it can be a tremendous, tremendous value um, of having tax-free income and tax-free growth inside the account. Again, this isn't your run-of-the-mill uh, Gerber policy that you pluck out. This has to be specifically designed to help harvest and generate the tax uh, savings for you. Yep, and we do that in the office every day. We're very comfortable with that. Yeah, so those are really the only two places that we can put a dollar, have it grow tax-free, take it out tax-free, and pass it on tax-free. That's right. Um, you might be saying to yourself, well, there's one, there's one other type of investment that I know is tax-free because my, my broker, or my advisor, or my friend told me about it, um, and it's called a municipal bond. And you're absolutely right. The interest that you earn on a municipal bond is tax-free. However, a big caveat here, very little known. So as a retirement planner, when we look at these things holistically, we have to understand what your investments are going to do, not only to just that account, but also to your overall retirement plan. So when we talk in terms of municipal bond interest, yes, it is tax-free income. However, when they're calculating your Social Security taxation, they use a number called provisional income. What's, and Angela, what's provisional income? Provisional income is half of your Social Security. So if you're married and you file jointly, that's both of yours. So half of your Social Security plus your modified adjusted gross income. And Scott, what is your modified adjusted gross income? I'm glad you asked. So modified adjusted gross income is made up of all the income that you show on your tax return, not just uh, wages. Okay. So the municipal bond income actually gets added back into your provisional income. So it actually causes extra taxation or could cause extra taxation onto your social security payments. 
So in our world as a retirement planner, what we want to make sure is that if we're going to call something tax-free, it has to be tax-free across the board. Exactly. And so the only two places that we can do that are Roth accounts, 401ks or IRAs, plus your permanent life insurance when set up properly. Okay. So as you're thinking about your overall retirement plan, and having diversification, which you probably are wanting to do, especially given what's happened in the stock market lately, I want you and we want you to uh, really think about your tax diversification. You know, do you have money in all types of the tax uh, diversified accounts, right? Do we have pre-tax money, that tax forever account? Do we have money in our tax sometimes account? Do we have money in our tax-free account? What would you say, Angela? I'd say probably um, the vast majority of folks that come in to see us have two out of those three really well taken care of, right? I agree with you. And those are the two that people are most common with. But this tax-free bucket, when I visit with people, I, they are crystal clear by the time we are done talking that I think that is the creme de la creme. That is what we are really trying to work towards is that tax-free bucket. That's right. And it's never too late to start that bucket. And there's not a, a, just like most things in life, especially when it comes to your retirement planning, there's not a hard and fast rule that says you need this amount of money in each account based on this age, right? It's customized. It's based on what your goals are, where your income is, if you have any other pensions and, and, and outside incomes and maybe rental income, right? So you have to look at all these things holistically. Uh, but what we want to encourage you is to is to reach out to us. Let us take a look at it. You know, as Angela said at the beginning, you know, taxes are on sale right now. You know, they're the lowest they've been for a really, really long time. And we really want to encourage you to uh, take a look at, at, at a bigger picture in terms of your tax planning. Now, when we get together um, on the next episode, we're going to be bringing you some specific tax advantages and tax strategies that you can look at to take advantage of what's going on, okay? So we're going to be talking about that right now. But what we want the main takeaway today to really be is getting on that foundational page of the tax diversification and the three types of taxed accounts that you can own. Yep, we're going to look at your money differently because anyone can save and just as easily anyone can run out. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. That's right. So we hope you found this valuable today. We can't wait to visit with you next week. If you have any questions or if you need any help in the meantime, we're only a phone call and a click away. Thank you so much for tuning in to our very first podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have a question, now's your chance. You can scroll down under the episode and you'll see this week's offer it's really a link to my calendar for a 15-minute introductory call. Click on Schedule Your Call and it'll take you right to my calendar. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Thanks for listening to Retire Simply. And if you want to listen to some more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to retiresimplypodcast.com. That's retiresimplypodcast.com. If you learned something new today about retirement, feel free to share this episode with friends who you think will benefit. We're here to help. Tune in next week as we talk about tax strategies and your retirement.
Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.